0: Babies taught sign language early have been known to produce signs to communicate as early as six months. Wow, right? Join me today for a story to find out how that happens. But before we begin, I will share that according to ListenNotes.com, this podcast, The Language of Play, has reached the top 5% in global rankings already. That is so amazing, and I am so grateful to all of you that are sending your reviews and your stars And I'm so grateful that you are finding this information helpful and worth coming back for more. Remember, if you have a topic of curiosity, you can always send that to me in an email that you'll find in the show notes. So I will address them. Be sure though you use an email that I can reply to in case I need a clarification on your question. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I am so encouraged. And this is because of you listeners, your stars, your shares, your downloads, your follows, and your reviews. So this podcast focuses on building communication and connection with our children. You can start these strategies early, much earlier than I ever realized when I was first a mother. But I have learned, uh, pro tip here, that the way it happens for babies is the same way it works for puppies, not to lessen the human experience in any way. But this process works for your four-footed friend as well. So stay tuned. In today's episode, Building Deeper Connection Through Communication Using Signs With Your Babies, even if you do not have a little one at home, shows yet again how language is developed, this time with a focus on early language and the first words. Please share this episode with anyone you know that is working on what we speech Therapists call beginning communication or early language development. Are you tired of repeating yourself with your children and wonder why they don't listen? Are you frustrated that your kids argue, whine, or debate with you? Are you afraid you're doing the wrong thing, but you're not sure what to do? Hey mamas, you don't need to stay overwhelmed and exhausted. My name is Dina Lynn Rosenbush, mom, grandma and speech language pathologist of over 25 years. In this podcast, you will find solutions to get your kids to listen better, understand the clear communication and the boundaries that benefit kids and all while enhancing your relationships. So if you are ready to build deep, meaningful connection and create a more peaceful, productive, and happy home. Listen in. Let's interrupt the way you've been parenting so that you can become the parent you want to be. It's playtime. Let's go. I was recently in a conversation with a young woman that reminded me of conversations I've had many times in the past. And I thought this would make a good podcast episode. So I'm going to try to recreate that conversation and share it with you. It went something like this. Hey, I heard that babies can sign. Is it true that babies can learn sign language? Well, yes, it is. How do they do that? Here's how. When you show your baby an action, it's just like a word. They get the input. They get the experience repeatedly over and over until they start to see that a certain word is paired with a certain action. And then that action becomes the word. Then they will start to know that that's what's going to happen next. It's not too different from you grab the milk out of the refrigerator and they know to come. Yeah, but I'm talking little babies, she said. I heard that like six-month-old babies can sign. My answer was, the research shows that children are indeed able to begin signing somewhere around that six-month mark. But of course, that depends how much input was given to that child. She said, well, how do I make it work? I, I have a sister that wants to teach her baby sign. And so here's how we made it work. We start with what it is that that baby is exposed to regularly and often because we want to have lots and lots of inputs. Now, if you imagine that before a child knows a word, let's just say one word, they have had the exposure to that word in context when they're paying attention about two to 300 times. So how is it that we can recreate that so that the sign then is the word that the child is exposed to When they're paying attention to it, two to three hundred times. And that sounded pretty overwhelming to this woman. And so then I said, no, it's not that overwhelming. You just have to be patient. Think of it this way. Let's say the baby, because it was really young, let's say that baby's nursing. And every time the baby comes to nurse, the mom shows the milk sign to that baby. And the milk sign is, I'll see if I can describe it well for you because you are not looking. So, a high-five hand and squeeze it into the fist, and a high-five hand, squeeze it into the fist. And it's supposed to represent milking a cow, like you're grabbing the udder of the cow and squeezing milk out of it. So if you imagine doing that a couple times when your child is paying attention to it, in the context of the child is going to drink some milk, you say, do you want milk? And you're signing it. And then you nurse your baby. And let's say the baby is going to nurse six to eight times a day. Maybe your baby's on five times a day. Maybe your baby's getting a bottle, five bottles a day. I don't know how many or how much. But each time you give that milk to the baby, you pair the sign with the word and the item, the milk, and you give it to the child. You will hit two to 300 exposures probably sometime around the two-month, maybe six-week, two-month mark, something like that. And of course, you're not going to remember every single time. But I'm guessing that it'll take about that long. And that's how it is that all of those inputs happen on a particular word. Now, of course, we don't say just one word. We talk all day long. And when we're talking to our babies all day long, we're giving them more and more exposure. And that's how it is that they're building their own vocabulary And they're able to pick up on an understanding of signs. And so she asked me, what signs would you begin with? And I said, milk is one of them because it's something you do repeatedly every single day. You have many opportunities to say the word, sign the word in a context where the child's paying attention. And you will also be using muscles that the child is learning to use. They are going to be able to open and close their hand with increasing skill like they reach for a toy and they grab a toy and so their hands are able to do that motion so it is a good sign for them for that reason too she says what else what other signs i said well let's think about that what else does your child have repeated exposure to often every day and so we decided eat Eat would be like, let's say you put all of your fingers together, like your, your four fingers against your thumb, and you put the fingers as if you're like holding a cracker and you put those fingers to your lips. And that would be the sign for eating. And when your children start to create signs, their hands are going to be as clumsy with the sign as their mouth is when they begin to learn to speak. So don't expect perfection. You just get close. Not too dissimilar from when you teach your child to blow a kiss. they take the high five hand and they lay it on their face and there it stops because they don't see or understand the difference yet of blowing and then over time the hand will come away to blow that kiss so backpedal to this woman's question she asked what signs are good ones to use i said milk i said eat and then she said diaper and so we talked about diaper for a little while Is that something that is repeated often? Yes. Is it a word that your child will be able to know? Yes. What sign are we going to use for it? Well, I don't know that the child is necessarily going to have a sign for that one. I mean, they might pat themselves where the diaper is, but I don't know that that's going to be what we speech therapists called functional functional means some word that they are going to be able to use that gets them to function in the way they want. The child will ask to eat. The child will ask for milk. The child is not the one that wants the diaper. They want it changed. They want mom to do it, but it doesn't mean that they're necessarily asking for a diaper. They would more likely grab the diaper if they were mobile. So we stopped because her Niece was really young we stopped with those two words and i said just do those two words for now and then we'll come back at it later to see what else it is that you would like to be able to teach the little one but let's just do those two words in sign for now other words that have been successful in other families our words are signs that are like stop and a high five is used as a greeting we know that but the shape of a five to push like a stop sign to say stop to your child in that stop sign hand is often one that is paired with hot and stop and wait. And so you have one gesture, one sign that is meaning all three of those things, wait, stop, and hot. What's interesting is as your child then begins to speak, he might pick one of those words and the easiest to pronounce of those three words is hot he will use that gesture with the word hot to mean many different things because that's what you've actually taught him. Now that is okay. He will eventually learn more and she will get, and I just interchange he and she here because I don't have a particular child in my mind. This is just common to the many children that I've worked with. They will differentiate one sign from another as they go on and growing up. They don't need to have all of them right at the beginning. Just like, You and me, we learn vocabulary even as we are adults. We learn more and more as we go on. Another part of her question was, how does that work so well for babies to be able to sign so young? And the answer comes down to muscles. Bigger muscles seem to be controlled better when a child is young and the smaller the muscle the more difficult it is to control so your child is able to control maybe their legs and their arms better than they control their fingers and they can control their fingers better than they can control their tongue the tongue is a muscle and there's a lot of little movements a tongue needs to be able to make to speak correctly so it is much much easier for a child to use fingers or hands to communicate than it is their tongue. And it is even easier for a child to use their body or move their body towards the thing that they want to communicate, and that would be easier than hands. Then she said to me, I have a friend whose child is is about two and he still uses sign language, and they're worried about his speech because he still uses signs. Is that true? Should they worry about his speech? Will he stop speaking if he's using sign language? And the answer to that is no. If a child is using sign language instead of speaking, it's because they can't yet speak. Ultimately, speaking will become much easier. And kids come to speech at different times. Some kids will be speaking clearly at the age of two, which is rare. And other kids aren't going to be very clear until they're four or five years old. And then there's also, of course, those kiddos that have speech or language delays, and that can go on for some years while speech therapists need to be involved, and, and that is a whole nother, another part of it. But no matter whether we're talking about a young child or we're talking about an older child with a delay of some sort, to give somebody physical movement to support their communication is hugely positive. As a person is able to say the words that they want to say, as they develop the muscles and the skill and the neurology behind it to be able to say what they want to say, then their speech will come. If the neurology is seriously impaired, that is a different issue and something we can address at another time. But ultimately, speech is going to be faster and it's going to be easier than sign so when it flips for them, when their muscles and neurology are developed enough that speech is easier, they will transition away naturally from the signs and start using the speech for a neuro, for a typically developing child. So parent, if you have little, little, little ones, don't hesitate to use signs. Start with just a couple of them and teach those kiddos functional words. Functional words meaning what are they going to see often in context when they're paying attention to it. Starting Good starting blocks would be things like eat and milk. As they get bigger, you might add something like stop and cracker. Another thing to consider is iconic signs. They're easier to learn. Now, in the world of computers, we know that icons are pictures that represent what they are, what they mean. In sign language, an iconic sign is when the sign looks like what it represents. So, like eating looks like eating, and that makes it iconic. Iconic signs are easier to learn. So, to wrap it up, yes, give your children signs. That is fantastic. Remember that you need many, many repetitions. 200 to 300 times in that range is what you can expect. And remember that this takes time. So, one, lots of exposures to sign need to be paired with. Two, pair it with the word you're speaking. And three, say it at the time the child is paying attention. And four, in the context where your child uses the signs and it makes sense. But more than anything... Have fun with it. Be patient and just have fun and watch it emerge. Watch their language grow and blossom and enjoy the process. If you do only one thing, and that is enjoy the process, watch it emerge, and have fun. If you just do that, the rest of it will fall into place naturally. Remember mamas. When you get behind the eyes of a child, you can speak in a way their brains understand. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you feel hopeful and want to hear more, please share this podcast with other parents that might want the same. I would be so appreciative if you would rate and review. You can also connect with me through the email found below.